Hello, my name is Charles Colton and welcome to Teaching for Mastery. On today's episode, we'll be looking at the theory of multiple intelligences, which was articulated by Howard Gardner of Harvard University's School of Education and Project Zero. At the outset, I have to apologize because we are only going to be able to scratch the very surface of this theory and its applications. However, there are links below where you can find much more information, true accounts, and applications of this theory in action, and the ways that it improves student outcomes and faculty collegiality. That said, here are the broad brushstrokes. Traditionally, in most schools, we have defined and measured intelligence within a narrow band of what I call the intelligence spectrum. That narrow band is centered on IQ tests and standardized tests that measure logical and linguistic intelligences within certain cultural constructs. Now, these are surely important ways of knowing and being in the world, but what we inadvertently did was to disregard other forms of intelligence in and among our students, faculties, parents, and communities, sometimes to the point of demoralizing them and making them feel like they were dumb. So they felt like they couldn't do school or they didn't have anything of value to offer. What Howard Gardner did with his theory of multiple intelligences was to broaden the scope of this intelligence spectrum to include other ways that people absorb information, create meaning, and contribute to cultural constructions and society. He started out by identifying seven kinds of intelligence that included that other stuff that we've been doing in schools for so long, but broadened it out more. They consist of musical intelligence, bodily or kinesthetic intelligence, logical mathematical intelligence, linguistic intelligence, spatial intelligence, interpersonal intelligence, and intrapersonal intelligence. And he went on later to include an eighth one, which he called naturalist intelligence. Importantly for our purposes, the theory of multiple intelligence allows us to reframe the way that we see our students and to strategize multiple ways of teaching or communicating ideas with them. For example, by watching kids play, and paying close attention to them, we can discern whether or not they show particular aptitudes for language, physicality, music, social intelligence, self-awareness, spatial intelligence, or awareness of the rest of the natural world. And once we discover their dominant ways of seeing and being in the world, we may devise ways of teaching them skills that connect with their strengths. So when teaching a group, we can create multiple ways of communicating the same idea or skill based upon these modes of intelligence. So if our students had musical intelligence, we might work it into a song. Or if they had physical intelligence, we might do a total physical response method. If we know that they are logical linguistic, which is the primary dominant modes that have been used, we can teach in that otherwise didactic and pedagogical mode. If we recognize different things about their naturalist intelligence, we might connect that with larger ecosystemic models and therefore making it more relevant to them and more connected to their strengths. 
we would then be reaching more members of the class with the idea or skill of the day. Now, there will always be intersectionality of intelligences. For example, a person may seem to have a particularly strong musical intelligence, but also a really solid kinesthetic intelligence. And again, by teaching to multiple kinds of intelligences, we will not only reach more students, but we will connect the idea through more of their neural networks, making it more likely that they will remember and then have future access to that specific knowledge. For a more in-depth understanding and application of how to build this capacity in using multiple intelligences in your school, please seek out the work of Tom Herr, Howard Gardner, and Peter Senge. You can find the links below in your podcast feed. In the meantime, please get together with your group and see if you can devise ways of using this concept of multiple intelligences to discern what kind of learners you have in your class and ways that you might teach that connect with several of these kinds of intelligences during a specific class period this week. If you take one idea that you're trying to communicate and come at it from all these different ways, the chances are you'll reach more people in the classroom. Now, before we end, it seems fitting that we might close this segment with the words of Howard Gardner himself. Everything can be taught in more than one way, and anything that's understood can be shown in more than one way. I don't believe because there are eight intelligences we have to teach things eight ways. I think that's silly. But we always ought to be asking to ourselves, are we reaching every child? And if not, are there other ways in which we can do it? And he writes, if we can mobilize the spectrum of human abilities, not only will people feel better about themselves and more competent, it is even possible that they will also feel more engaged and better able to join the rest of the world community in working for the broader good. Perhaps, if we can mobilize the full range of human intelligences and ally them to an ethical sense, we can help increase the likelihood of our survival on this planet and perhaps even contributing to our thriving. Howard Gardner. Thanks as always for listening.